The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. It is mailbag time, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're having a great Saturday. We're recording this Friday afternoon. Welcome, everybody. This is the Fantasy Football Today Road Tour presented by Little Caesars. Pizza for dinner tonight? How about ordering your favorite online from Little Caesars and using Pizza Portal Pickup? It's the latest, greatest, and hottest way to pick up a pizza without even going to the register. I'm Adam Azer. He's Ben Gretsch. Come on down, Ben. Winner of Fantasy Feud on Wednesday. What's up? Reigning champ. Yeah! Hey. Should I be like running down the aisle? Woo! I, I have some sound effects for that, I guess. We we could do that, but I wasn't prepared for it. Uh, everything good? You just I, you know you finished your DFS column? Yeah, everything's good. Good to go. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, excited to not, you know, knock this podcast out and, and head off for the weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend. Oh, you're doing something this weekend? I'm going to a kid's birthday party. I'm not doing anything that fun. You said head like, off. So What's it, that? It, it said head off to the weekend, so it sounded like you were heading off somewhere. Oh no! Yeah, no. It's uh, just just generally the fact that it will be the weekend sounds yeah. fun, and I, I mean Sundays are always great. You Sundays can watch football great. all day. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's uh, get to the news and notes. T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack are trending in the right direction. If they both play at Kansas City, are they both starts? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a obviously a good matchup with the Chiefs. Juju Smith-Schuster's questionable with a toe injury. So what would the impact be if he misses the game? Would you be, like, really excited about Deontay Johnson against Baltimore or James Washington? I would be crazy excited. I also think it's pretty clear that he's going to play. I mean, that's what I've been seeing. So, okay. I, Well, does this make you uh, more hesitant to play Juju? Uh, I wouldn't say the toe anyway. does necessarily just because they've, they've said he's, he's probably fine. But um, there are reasons to be hesitant to play him, certainly. Right. Uh, James Conner says he'll play. Saquon Barkley is out. Damian Williams is in. Sam Darnold is out. Josh Allen has not been cleared yet, but he still could play against Tennessee. Colt McCoy is going to start for Washington, and Terry McLaurin is a game-time decision. And I think you missed your chance to sell McLaurin. Do you think he's going to be good rest of season? I'm so concerned about this team having one of the worst passing offenses in football rest going forward. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it, it's a legitimate concern. It's definitely a concern with Colt McCoy taking over because McCoy's like calling card as a quarterback is that he doesn't really throw the ball down the field. He really likes to throw underneath. He targets the tight end position a lot. Obviously, McLaurin's a guy that's been getting down the field, and and one of the big reasons he's been so productive has been a lot of air yards and a lot of deep shots. But he's also been pretty productive in the shorter area of the field. It's he's almost like a T.Y. Hilton where he's been. Uh, a downfield option, but also had volume in the in the intermediate and shorter ranges. I mean, I think he's very good, but yeah, it's pr- it's not a great quarterback switch, and yeah, it's probably going to be tough in Washington, regardless. Like you said, let's get Jeremy Sprinkle in our lineups then. If Cole McCoy no. likes that, 
Well, Vernon Davis. I saw Heath tweet that, and I was like, Heath. Oh, really? Oh, I, I did not see Heath tweet that. He tweeted it that uh, you could sprinkle him into some DFS. I, well, that's the thing about Heath. I knew he would. I guess I should have known he made some sprinkle pun. Vernon Davis as uh, is out this week, and Jeremy Sprinkle will get uh, some targets for Washington. Okay, Jalen Ramsey is out. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. How do you feel about them? Yeah, I feel really good about that. I mean, we just watched Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton completely gash this this uh jaguar secondary without ramsey i mean it's easy to think on paper like we see the jaguars matchup in our lineup it's a it's a problem it's probably a plus matchup without without ramsey we have some really interesting pronunciations of the team that plays in jacksonville oh man that's one that i see people get mad about and i'm like oh i definitely do that wrong and i don't think of it but yeah yeah you you are jaguars jaguars he is jaguars (laughs) <laughs> that would crack is it me Jaguars? up. Jaggers, Jaggers. It's ja- Jaggers. Yeah, no, it's Jaguars. 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 Jag. Jaguars. Ag. Yeah. Jaguars. Like agriculture. Yeah. Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, I'll so- always get that wrong. Apologies to all the listeners. Devin Singletary has been practicing, but he is still questionable. Tyreek Hill's out this week. Jarvis Landry's on track to play. Hey, remember a couple weeks ago we were talking? You start Juju Smith-Schuster against San Francisco. I gave you that stat about wide receivers with six or more targets. I've given it I, basically every day of my life. I wake up and I tell people six or more targets against the Niners. You're going to do well. So Landry, I'd actually start him. I don't love him, but I'd start him if he plays against the Niners. Uh, Tyrell Williams is questionable and Stefan Diggs may not play. So, Oh, I miss that. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not an injury thing. It's, you know, this whole. They trade. might just deactivate him. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they just. Mike Zimmer did not commit to Stefan Diggs playing. Yeah, it's a it's a very Mike Zimmer thing to not. I mean, he's not a squeaky wheel type. He's a you know I'm the boss type. Right, right. Well, we want to thank you all for your questions on iTunes. Those are so helpful with the five star reviews in our inbox at fantasyfootballcbsi.com. Let's get to the show with some start sit from iTunes. This is Justin from a Russian city in Florida. Ooh, Saint Moscow. St. Petersburg. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Moscow. <laughs> I'm a Floridian. Don't worry, don't worry. There's, there's one of those in Idaho. Oh, okay. Uh, Gallman or Philip Lindsay in PPR? I will take Gallman just for the more locked-in volume. Logan from the best town east of the Mississippi. St. Petersburg, Florida. Half PPR league, struggling who to start at my flex. Juju, Gallman, or MVS? Half PPR. That's that's a super tough one. Without Adams, I can see the appeal of MVS. I think I'm going to go away from MVS. I'm probably in half PPR just going to play Gallman, even in a bad matchup, knowing that he's going to get a lot of volume. I'd love to play Juju as well, but we don't even know if they're like, whether they're going to do the Wildcat thing again, and we don't know how healthy he is. All right, we're getting a lot of Gallman questions, so let's take a look at Gallman here. It's going to go to my notes. Let's see what running backs are doing against Minnesota. Vikings are giving up 3.8 yards per carry, ninth fewest fantasy points. Uh, I'm going to look for running backs who had significant work. Aaron Jones, big game. 23 carries, 116 yards and a touchdown, four catches for 34 yards. Um, That's – oh, David Montgomery. This is what I fear. 21 carries for 53 yards, three catches for 14 yards. Tariq Cohen also caught a touchdown. Minnesota not as good on the road as they are at home. So I just I don't know how to feel about Gallman. I I would like to avoid him. I think you probably would too. 
Yeah, no, I, I would too. And it's, I mean, Golden Tate coming back probably dings this a little bit, but the reasons to like him are he had seven targets last week. He so he's involved in both the the ground and and receiving game. He had 18 carries and John Hillman, the backup, had 10. But I think it was seven or potentially eight of Hilleman's carries came like from the midway point of the third and after mm-hmm. uh, the, the Giants won 24 to three. I mean, yeah. I, I wrote about this in Stealing Signals. Gallman's a lot dude. of Hilleman's work came late in that game. Gallman was still playing right. because they're not deep at, at running back. But that's when they started to work him in. It was He, he sprinkled it a couple times earlier in the game, but it was all Gallman through two and a half quarters. If this is a game where they're losing or uh, or you know even it's more competitive if they do you know somehow get ahead, but I expect them to be down. You'd think Gallman would be in there for the majority of the snaps throughout the game, probably get some targets as well in case he doesn't run. So like the David Montgomery thing, you also had Tariq Cohen catching passes in that game. In right, this right, scenario, Gallman's right. probably going to play almost all the, the running back snaps. Yeah, so that that's the reason I said I don't know how to feel, uh, how to think about him, how to feel about him is I don't know what his passing game work's going to be. Wayne Gallman had six catches for 55 yards and a touchdown against the Redskins. And like even Saquon Barkley wasn't doing that. Uh, so I guess... And I, he's been a good receiver. I mean, uh, he played a little bit he a did. couple of years ago and, right. and had some good receiving lines. Three in a row. I think he had like three games in a row with like four or five catches. Yeah. So uh, you know what? I could buy into that. I could buy into the game script being good for him to uh, catch some balls. Okay. Back to the iTunes questions here. Ben from a small town in Minnesota. Duluth? St. <laughs> Petersburg. Start two. Mixon, Montgomery, Eckler, and Gallman. So this is tough because I, I just mentioned to like Gallman, but Gallman's got a tough matchup. He's actually going to be last on my list here. Montgomery's Jamie's start of the week, and I, I love the faith in him, but I'm a little concerned. We also just got a report before we jumped on the air here that uh, Anthony Lynn said – he doesn't feel any need to rush back Melvin Gordon. And Austin Eckler's been playing so well that he can continue to use him as a lead back. And the way that Eckler gets the high-value touches, I'm always talking about the receptions and the red zone work. And Gordon may play in the red zone. That might be specifically where he plays because Eckler's had some fumble issues. But just the fact that we know Eckler's going to be so involved in the passing game has a pretty good matchup. I think I would have a hard time benching Eckler. And then this is, for me, a mix-in is very similar to David Montgomery where he's a guy who's been struggling a lot but is in a really great spot as well going up against Arizona. I could definitely see this be a game where the, the Bengals really try to get Mixon going, especially after Andy Dalton took so many hits last week. Uh, I believe it was eight sacks. So I actually am going to go – I'm r- pretty high on Mixon. I wrote him up in my DFS article. I'm going to go Mixon and Eckler here. It's not because I don't like Montgomery, but I just feel a little better about those two. And from Cheetos, Devontae Freeman or Deontay Johnson in the flex? I think you got to go Freeman. Johnson's been great the last couple of weeks, but like you, you can't trust Mason Rudolph. Anthony from Detroit, Damian Williams, starter sit. I guess that depends. In, <laughs> Who in are general. we starting him for? <laughs> uh, no, I mean I think I think uh, yeah, we don't know like for certain certain he's going to play, and they're on Sunday Night Football, which is a little bit tricky. Um, if I didn't have any great options, I'd be willing to play him for sure, though, because I, I do expect he'll come back, and I I don't think. Like Daryl, Daryl Williams, who's been playing ahead of Damian, will like stay in a role. I think Damian's going to come back and get that role back pretty much. So that's that's kind of my expectation. But it's it's uncertain. He he could get eased back in too. It's I I get I'd play him in a PPR league especially because I'd expect him in that route running role alongside McCoy if I needed to. But I'd I'd probably want to see a week. 
And pick a wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton, Tyler Boyd, or Josh Gordon? Oh, I'm going to go Boyd. Same thing with the Cardinals. I mean, I there's a lot of DFS hype for uh, Tyler Eifert and Auden Tate, who are some cheap options this week. But I also think the Bengals could just feed Boyd. I mean, again, the Cardinals can't stop anything. Jeremy from Las Vegas, pick two. Cortland Sutton, D.D. Westbrook, Golden Tate, Auden Tate, and D.J. Moore. I will take Moore and Sutton. I will take Sutton and I think Auden Tate. Over DJ Moore. I, he's got seven targets in two games with Kyle Allen. Yeah, but Jalen Ramsey's out. Yeah, but Jalen Ramsey, like, I, I, but Kyle Allen's in. <laughs> I, I will definitely Sutton. Sutton for sure. And then, yep. yeah, for me, it would be either Moore or Auden Tate. Uh, from Wake Up 23, Dear Gary, Mooncake, Kevin, and Hugh. And apparently I am Kevin, so I'm going to have to look this up. But two wide receivers and a flex, PPR. Um, oh, no, I didn't. I don't have the rest of this. Feeling Marquise <laughs> Brown. Oh, no, I didn't put the whole email in. All right, you I'll have find two it. wide receivers, so I'll take Thielen uh, and Marquise uh, Brown. Okay, okay, I'll, fi- <laughs> I'll find the rest. I'll find the rest. Uh, some trades to get to. Aaron in a South Carolina suburb of Charlotte. Oh, I... South Carolina suburb of Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh, because it's right on the border. Yeah, how about that? All right, whatever. Uh, St. Petersburg. I get Chris Carson <laughs> and Hooper. Cr- Carson and Hooper for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's um, an A. Okay. Yeah, we hate quarterbacks. I mean, if you're getting – Chris Carson got a ton of work last night. I mean, if you're getting a running back that's even just a starting running back for a quarterback, it's an A. Two nights ago. Two nights yeah, ago. Right, right. Yeah, Saturday. yeah. A wink. <laughs> <laughs> Colin in a city north of Detroit, twelve man uh, Ontario. Tw- no, uh, like Ottawa. I don't. Somewhere in Canada, twelve team half PPR. I have McCaffrey, Henry, and James White. I have Beckham, AJ Green, DJ Moore, DJ Chark, and Beasley. Should I trade AJ Green and Derek Henry for Todd Gurley? That would give him Beckham, DJ Moore, Chark, and Beasley at wide receiver. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I I don't I I mean you you can't have a lot of optimism about AJ Green the rest of the way. I think his value has has fallen. And and typically with Why? with injured What's that? Why? Because we're not we're getting a lot of bad reports that it's like going to take longer than we expect. Typically with injured guys as time goes along, I think that happens that that people are like, "Oh, we haven't seen him play for a long time and his value falls." And I always say that's wrong. I think his value guy's value shouldn't fall because he's had more time to heal and it's usually a good time to buy around now but uh with green we keep hearing like later and later dates and like they already ruled him out for this weekend early in the week and like multiple more weeks and he was supposed to be back probably by now when he was initially injured there just seems to be a lot of weird stuff going on there and i'm not real comfortable with that but i also am like okay i don't really like derrick henry but how much of an upgrade is todd Gurley over derrick henry I think he's a pretty significant upgrade. He played a lot of snaps last week on just three days rest after playing a lot of snaps, or excuse me, this week, two days ago on Thursday, on three days rest after playing a lot of snaps on Sunday. So they don't seem to have a lot of volume concerns for him. But I mean, I, I just don't know if he's like, the, I, I think I would take Gurley in this trade, but it's just uh, like Derrick Henry's not, like has some value. Okay. Um, I mean, it has plenty of value, obviously, but right. he's just a guy I don't love for the high value touches. But 
I don't know, Green and Henry for Gurley. And basically what I'm saying is I don't really feel great about any player yeah. in this trade, so it's a hard <laughs> thing for me to, to judge. Okay, all right. I Yeah, I guess it just comes down to the running backs then, I, I suppose. Let's see what we got here from... No name on this. Hey, Lincoln, Bob, Barry, and Bud. Gosh, I gotta. I, I don't know. 14-team PPR league. I have Carson, Chubb, Eckler, and Ronald Jones, and Jalen Samuels. Carson. Those are Oklahoma head coaches. Oh. Barry Switzer, Lincoln Riley, mm. Bob, Bob Stoops, Stoops, Bud Wilkerson. Uh, okay, what do you got? 14-team PPR league. Gave up James Conner and John Brown, got Cooper Cup. Gave up Connor and Brown, got Cup. I think that's a little bit of an, an overtrade, but, I mean, Cup's obviously smashing. It's really hard to, to knock it too much. And finally, uh, hey, Stan, Kyle, Eric, and Kenny. And yeah, that's uh, South Park. Wouldn't, there, wouldn't it be fun if they made South Parks and Recreation? They combine the shows, a little crossover? How would that look? It'd be animated. It, it'd be it'd animated. be an animated version of Parks and Rec? Yeah, but you've seen they can put animated characters in in real shows. Looks like oh, that. they would just like walk around yeah. in, in the real show. Okay. Yeah, sure. I like it. Yeah, I'm, this is a good crossover idea. I'm one in three in the league. I care most about. I was just offered this trade. I'd get Gordon and Eckler, Carson Wentz and Marvin Jones. So Wentz, the two Chargers running backs, and Marvin Jones. I'd give up Wilson, Julio Jones, and David Montgomery. Should I take it? Um, I I wouldn't. I mean, so it's don't. Gordon and Eckler right. are like you could feasibly use them both, but like you just to, to go down from Mar- Julio Jones down to Marvin Jones is a pretty big drop off. It, it, if you need running backs, I think you could say, yeah, you're giving up David Montgomery, you're getting Melvin Gordon and Eckler. I think the Wilson and Wentz swap is pretty much a wash. But if you need receivers more, then I would want to keep Julio Jones. But yeah, overall, I think I would probably just take the Julio side. Back to Wake Up 23 and his Gary Mooncake, Kevin and Hugh, which is final space, which I've never seen. Looks, It looks interesting. What I've was it called? Final space. Cartoon. I haven't even heard of it. Final space. What can we find? Office space could cross over with the characters from Office Space. Uh, we're making really good ideas here. So the question was: pick two <laughs> wide receivers and a flex PPR. Thielen, Marquise Brown, Cole Beasley, Dorsett. So I guess sit one. Uh, I'll sit. Beasley. Sit Beasley. Beasley. Yeah, that's an easy one. I'll tell you what else is easy. Lightstream.com. Very, very easy website to use and very, very helpful. What you're going to do is go to lightstream.com slash FFT, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash FFT. And you're going to get a special interest rate. And what this does, this website is for people who have uh, balances on their credit cards. And, you know, the APRs can be crazy. So you're paying so much more and not only what you owe, but, but what you're paying in interest. But, you can take control of your bills with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. You can get peace of mind knowing you're saving money with an interest rate, uh, interest rate as low as 5.95% APR with AutoPay. We're not talking about 20% or more. We're talking 5.95% APR with AutoPay. Lightstream believes you deserve a fair, fast, and easy way to pay off your credit card balances. You can get a fixed rate loan from $5,000 to $100,000. You're going to pay far less in interest and nothing in fees. It's really easy to apply online. 
and you can get your money as soon as the day you apply. So go to lightstream.com slash FFT, get a special interest rate discount when you apply. It's already a low interest rate and you'll get a discount. Lightstream.com slash FFT. Subject to credit approval, rate includes a 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash FFT for more information. Let's regulate, baby. Eric in Oregon. I'm the league manager, and since we switched to a decimal point system, I did away with tiebreakers, thinking a tie would never happen with decimals. Well, it did this past week, 180.4 to 180.4. Are ties okay, or should I reinstate the... Missed it. The tiebreakers. Ties are fine. I, I mean, you definitely should have decimal point, and you'll run into them every, you know, five years. <laughs> yeah, ties are fine. No big deal. And that one has been regulated. Next one from Jason. I'm the commission of 12-team standard league. Previously, it had been an office-only league, but since there wasn't enough interest, I took the league private this year. The commissioner from a different league I played in joined, and now he's ripping off my old boss. Old boss gives up uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Other league commish gives up Peyton Barber and DJ Chark. I talked to the other league commission. He tried to convince me that the trade is fair and even because old boss has Ronald Jones and is getting the handcuff. The trade is massively lopsided. Hopkins for, par- for Barber and Chark. So how can the other league commish deny that? He has been playing fantasy for years. Meanwhile, my old boss is just a casual, casual fantasy and NFL fan. Do I go to my old boss and try to explain he is getting fleeced? Regulate. No, you don't go to your old boss and try to explain that he's getting fleeced. He's getting fleeced, but that's what that's what happens sometimes in fantasy trades. What you do, since you think that you know you need a regulating, uh, you need us to regulate on just a normal run of the mill lopsided trade. <laughs> For all we know, DJ Chark could be a wide receiver one the rest of the year. Is I think you have to make the other league commission a new commish because uh, I think he's totally right here and you're totally wrong. Oh, you're giving up? No, 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 no. That's crazy. I think like, like what a piece, like like old other commish. Like that is such crap. You know you can get away with that, but really, like you're really gonna do that? You're gonna ruin the integrity. It's about integrity, the integrity of the league, Ben. It's at stake. That's a terrible. So you're trip. on you're on the side of our of our listener. Here. I, I mean, I'm on the side that like it shouldn't happen, but I wouldn't do anything about it. Yeah, you know what? If I was in this league, I would be really yeah, annoyed. Of course. I, I still like there's nothing you can do about it. Okay. You should definitely tell your old boss he's getting fleeced, actually, in hindsight, and just to like make fun of him, but there's nothing you can do about it. The trade's a trade. <laughs> if it were your current boss, though, I would tell him he's getting fleeced, but you know. Uh that has been regulated. One more here. This is a, a ten team, two quarterback non PPR league. At the end of week three, I offered another league member a trade. I give up Matt Ryan for Leonard Fournette. Remember, it's two quarterbacks, non-PPR. He responded that he would do the trade. He'd give up Fournette for Ryan, but he uh, wanted to wait a week because he liked his quarterback matchups that week, and he had Le'Veon Bell on a bye bye week, so he needed Fournette. So I said, no problem. As long as there are no injuries, we can go through with the trade, and he agreed. Fast forward to Fournette's breakout performance and a subpar performance from Matt Ryan, and the trade was vetoed by the other owners. I asked the trade partner about his situation. He said that, yes, the trade was not ideal for him anymore, but he is a man of his word, and he would be happy to go through with the trade. 
So I brought the text message evidence of us determining the trade situation the previous week. This helped convince a few owners to not veto the trade, but there still are four, enough to veto it, that are hell-bent on making the trade not happen as they determine the trade is not fair. Matt Ryan for Leonard Fournette in the two-quarterback league. The difficult part is that I am the commissioner, and if I force the trade, it makes it seem very unfair and biased. If it, was, if it was someone else, I had evidence that the trade details were determined earlier. I would just force it and no problem. What do I do in this situation? Do I take my medicine and not go through with the trade, or do I force it anyway and say, screw the rest of the guys, I'm making this happen? I mean, this is a really unenviable situation to be in as a commissioner because you always want to do what's fair, but it's like the the hardest situation is trying to figure out when you know that like your situation, like the, the fairest thing benefits you is figuring out how to do that, but without like, even if you're just trying to be fair, you're not trying to like tip the scales towards yourself. It's figuring out how to do that without making it seem like you're tipping the scales towards yourself. This is a very obvious situation where this trade should go through. Yes. So listen, this I don't is what you love should do. the whole make the trade the week before thing, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that. I've done that before. You know, you make the trade. You say, hey, as long as there are no injuries, sure, let's do it next week. I, I'm fine with that. Come on, Ben. Lighten up. But what I, uh, <laughs> what I would tell you to do, Kamish, is play this podcast for your league and tell them that the regulator said this trade goes through. It's completely fine. Don't overreact to one week. It's ridiculous. And there's one more thing we have to mention here that while you're playing this for for your league, your rule that four owners is enough to veto a trade is absolutely ludicrous. That's if a lot I, of owners. I mean, if you want to vote on vetoes, it needs to be like 70% of the league. This needs to be worse than like the Senate. <laughs> okay. All right. So this trade is going through and you tell your friends that if they have the problem, problem with it, they can come talk to the regulators. Also tell your friends that they have the opportunity to win a million dollars. We all want to do that. Uh, you can do that on CBSSports.com with our parlay pick'em with CBS Sports. You download the CBS Sports app or go to CBSSports.com slash parlay. And I still have the music playing? Geez, shut up, Nate Dog, Warren G. Um, submit your parlay card at CBSSports.com slash parlay. Once you're done, you're immediately in contention for big-time cash prizes, including the chance at $1 million if you hit the perfect parlay and you don't have to hit it big to get a big payday you'll earn points for every correct parlay with ten thousand dollars on the line for the season champ you can start a buddy group by inviting friends this is fun just pick some games get on there go to the cbs sports app or uh, cbssports.com slash parlay p-a-r-l-a-y also ask sfft is our hashtag this weekend um hashtag ask fft if we are the number one trending hashtag uh you'll all get uh you'll all get a present you know we'll, we'll um we'll mail you a piece of cake something like that we'll figure it out but no seriously help <laughs> us get a trending hashtag ask fft we're just gonna buy one of those really big cakes and then cut a bunch of pieces and mail them out to everyone what's your uh cake preference your you know it's your birthday somebody says i'll get you a cake what do you want what's your answer it, it's pretty funny because i'm not a cake guy and i know that's weird but my wife loves cake like she'll go to like whole foods and just buy a slice of cake and <laughs> like have it for dessert by herself <laughs> well good for her i uh, am not a cake guy but yeah i mean if i well, if i had to choose something it'd be one of those like uh fruit flavored like layered ones that has like the fruit flavored stuff in the inside and like actual fruit in it too probably i what like are you gonna have that with your werther's original in a <laughs> A tray on your coffee table? Like, Look, that's I'm awful. an old man. What can I say? Yes, apparently. Apparently you are. 
Well, when your grandkids want cake, I hope you get them something better than that. All right, uh, let's go to the emails at fantasyfootball@cbsi.com. What, what, what do you have for cake that's so much better? Ice cream cake. Okay, that's good. Yeah, okay, ice cream cake. That's your only good take. <laughs> ben and Jerry's ice cream cakes are... Ice cream cakes are really changer. good. I don't know why Game I wasn't changers. thinking of that. I haven't had one of those in a really long time, but they are very good. I like uh, ice cream cake with the crunchies in the middle, like a car, like a fudgy the whale at Carvel. I don't even know what that is, but yeah, like you, you get out there. You mean like cookies and cream, like something? No, no. So it have like you've had it before, right? It's got vanilla ice cream maybe on top, chocolate ice cream on the bottom, and in the middle there are those like cookie crunchies. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're wonderful. Okay. Here's a trade from Sean. Give up Cortland Sutton, get Jarvis Landry. What's the... We're, we're grading this. I... Ooh. It's a C. You said C's average? Yeah, I C's mean, average. I'm fine with Landry. I also really like Sutton. as Liked him as a breakout candidate. Had him in my, my breakout receivers article this offseason. And I'm not like trying to sell high on him. I think he's good. All right. So it's a C. From Jimmy, dear Emmanuel, Miles, and Colonel. Emmanuel, Miles, Sanders. Yeah. The Sanderses. That's right. I wanted to propose the insultometer for how insulting a trade is. Adam, this is not a prod at you, I promise. Rate the following trade on the insultometer, one being not offensive, 10 being totally offensive. I was offered in a non-PPR dynasty league. Tyler Boyd for my George Kittle. How is what is that on the insultometer in a non PPR dynasty league? Boyd for Kittle. A one. Yeah, that's what I was like. This is not a bad trade. I mean, I would rather. Why are we Kittle. even in, like instituting an assault insultometer for a very balanced offer? I I think in a non PPR league, Kittle's it's clearly more valuable than Boyd to me. It's, Boyd's young though and good, very good. Yeah, so is Kittle, and he plays the premium position. Like, I definitely wouldn't take the trade. But you can't yeah, be insulted it's not by insulting. this, right? Exactly. You can you can de- you can uh, decline a trade and still not be insulted by it. This right. is not a trade that should insult you in any kind of way. It's not a one on the insultometer. It's a zero from it's a zero. Andrew. Give up? Oh no! Uh, this is just a which side would you rather have? Mark Andrews and James Conner, or George Kittle and Le'Veon Bell? Andrews, George and Kittle and Le'Veon Bell. I'll take both okay. the tight end and the running back on that side. <laughs> Someone dropped TJ Hawkinson. This is from Rich. Is he a better option rest of season than Chris Herndon? No, I mean, I... I, No, I mean, he's not. I've been talking big about Herndon all all during his suspension. I'm excited for him to to come back. We know that the Jets, and this is something I've mentioned on a couple other shows as well, though, but we know that they're playing really concentrated with their main skill positions. They're all playing like 90% plus snap shares. It's something Adam Gase did in Miami a lot. That's really good for fantasy. It's something we don't think a lot about, but teams that cycle in their backups for 25% of the snaps, those guys don't have value, but they do cut into the ceilings of the starters. It's a big reason why I just mentioned I really like Le'Veon Bell. I think he's a good buy low right now. And I think Herndon, when he comes back, if he's going to be playing 90% plus snaps, there's not a lot of tight ends that do that. And Sam Darnold's going to be back. They, they should be a little bit better when Darnold's back eventually. I like Herndon quite a bit. He's a he's an upside play for me. I you know I don't hate Hawkinson. I think he's probably now fallen off more than than he was overvalued after week one. But I thought he was overvalued then, and and we just need to like find this happy middle ground. But Herndon's clearly ahead of him. Yeah, I don't know if he's clearly ahead of. Him. I, I I don't know. I like Hawkinson. Hawkinson's a top ten pick. Hawkinson is a 
big time prospect. You know, Herndon wasn't. So yeah, but rookies, ha- rookie tight ends have a tough time producing. They do. Herndon, as a rookie last year, was very productive. He's already shown a lot of production. Uh, Ryan from Parker, Colorado, give up Kenny Galladay, get Julian Edelman. I another C. All like, about format for me. Probably yeah, probably C minus. I'd probably take Galladay in that. The other one was probably a C minus two. I would I would have probably taken Sutton over Landry, but they're pretty even trades, both of them. I'll tell you why I'd rather have Edelman in PPR. Galladay has the Vikings twice, the Bears once because I think he gets them in Week 17. No, he gets Green Bay in Week 17. They don't. Fit. Oh, he's got the Bears twice. The Vikings twice, the Packers once, because he gets them in Week 17. They have good cornerbacks. He has mm-hmm. Dallas. Um, he has Denver in Week 16. So, I, I it's not that I don't like Galladay, but I think that's why sure. I would take Edelman over him. Sure. All right. Uh, from Adam, give Emmanuel Sanders, get DK Metcalf and Carlos Hyde. Uh, who cares? <laughs> what? Uh, I'll give it. I mean, it's just a. It feels like moving around deck chairs on the Titanic. Carlos Hyde's not going to make a difference. DK Metcalf is an upside play that I like, but is, you know, he's a flex play at best, and I'm not real high on Emmanuel Sanders either. Like, but I, so if this were give Cortland Sutton get DK Metcalf and Carlos Hyde, you'd be like F F. Yes. So that's how I feel about this because I, you like Emmanuel Sanders more than Sutton. That's no, fair. no, I I don't necessarily. I I value them pretty evenly, but. Metcalf and Hyde are guys who are, I guess, good sell high guys. Because like, it's just you're not going to be able to rely on them rest of season, especially in PPR. Neither of them are going to catch a lot of balls. So this is a terrible trade. Um, don't do it. From Jason, I'm four and zero, looking to strengthen my running backs. I give up Eckler and Hopkins. Ooh, I get Barkley and Robbie Anderson. I mean, if you're looking to strengthen your running back position, you obviously accomplished that by going from Eckler to Barkley from a like purely value standpoint. I don't really hate it either. Robbie Anderson, another Jet. Obviously, I was you know just saying that. He's going to play a ton. And when Darnold comes back, if Darnold plays as well as he did in the preseason, there's there's plenty of upside there. Um, you know, I'd probably still take Eckler over Anderson in a vacuum. Uh, but I would, and I would probably take Barkley over Hopkins in a vacuum to kind of put him on like, to compare yeah. the, the the similar valued players, so that gives me the uh, the Barkley and Anderson side. I, I'm leaning more that way, but okay. which look, that's what he got. So yeah, B for him. This is from Nick in a beach city near or in Los Angeles. Let's go Santa Monica. I heard the the song Santa Monica on Lithium yesterday. It was awesome. One of my favorite songs. You know that song Santa Monica by Everclear. Uh, I it's not common to me right now, uh, but I know of it. They're a West Coast band, man. You should know them. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very familiar with Everclear, but it's like their biggest hit. Okay, I, I know of them. I shouldn't act like I actually <laughs> listened to them. <laughs> uh, I was offered Adam Thielen for Lashawn McCoy and Matt Breida in a half PPR league. Thielen for my McCoy and Breida. He still has Fournette and Lindsey. Doesn't really have great running backs, though. I'm not sure I'd do this. I don't think I would do it either. I actually think McCoy has quite a bit of staying power as the lead running back. I mean, I I mentioned already, I think Damian Williams is probably still going to play, but like 
there's a lot of running back value in Kansas City. There's enough for two backs to be good. All right, um, finally. Oh, sorry, Ben. Uh, this is from Matthew. My quarterback is Rivers. I was offered Lamar Jackson and LaShawn McCoy for my Alvin Kamara. There you go. We were just talking about McCoy having value, but I, I wouldn't do this. Well, I would order a pizza tonight, and I would get it from Little Caesars. And if you are ordering a pizza online, you are missing out if you're not using Pizza Portal Pickup. What is Pizza Portal Pickup from Little Caesars? It's like getting a pizza right out of the oven yourself. You walk in. You enter a code on the portal. A door opens, and you're off with your favorite pizza. And whatever pizza you order, it'll have crazy, crazy amounts of toppings. It's fun. Give it a try. But it's only available at Little Caesars Pizza Pizza. And we finish off today's show with some start or sit from the inbox from fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. This is from Kyle. Austin Eckler, I'm playing him. Pick another one for my flex. Melvin Gordon, Eric Ebron, Emmanuel Sanders. Wow. Because we don't really know what's going to happen with with Gordon. I think you can go with Sanders. I don't know. I'm going to let you answer it because you you feel a lot more conviction about Emmanuel Sanders. I'm not going with Ebron, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I. This is where it's tough because, like, I'd like. I think I want to say Sanders, but I wouldn't. I feel like they are going to have a lot of production between Eckler and Gordon, so I wouldn't mind starting both of them. So I would say this: non PPR, I'd go Gordon. Half or full, I'd go Sanders. Uh, and then if there are more reports about a reduced role for Gordon, then just go with Sanders. From Pam, uh, PPR league here. Please rank my awful running back matchups for this week and tell me which two you'd start. Josh Jacobs against Chicago. Philip Lindsay at the Chargers. Not an awful matchup. Chris Thompson against New England. Also, for him, not an awful matchup, I'd say. Ronald Jones at New Orleans. That's awful. So pick two. Jacobs, Lindsay, Chris Thompson, Ronald Jones. Yeah, Lindsay... Probably Lindsay and Jacobs. I, I'm. She no. asked us to rank the matchups, and Jacobs' matchup is the worst. But uh, I think I would still play him. I would go with Lindsay and Thompson. It's PPR. Yeah, I mean Thompson. Yeah, you're hoping for those receptions late, and and it could happen with Colt McCoy at quarterback. And look, I, I can't get out of this this question without talking about Ronald Jones. He's amazing, and he's probably going to score a thousand points. <laughs> He's, yeah, it's such a shame that this matchup's so tough, but it's tough because he's on he's in a road a tough road matchup as a road underdog. They might not need to run a lot this week. He's not done enough in the past game. I want to wait another week on him. And Pam also wants to know Allen Robinson or Will Fuller. Oh, that's tough because we yeah we do love Fuller's matchup this week. He's probably going to go off, but I also really like Robinson. Uh, Oakland's not good, and Robinson's been kind of their main their main option. But you know what? With Chase Daniel at quarterback, I think they're going to be pretty conservative. I think I would play Fuller, like just for the the upside potential. Okay. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car. 
and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Ready for some uh, rapid fire here? Yeah. From Max, half PPR, Boyd or Mixon? Uh, <laughs> gonna go rapid fire. I like them both. Half. I mean, if it was if it was standard, I think I would take Mixon easy. If it was full, I think I would take Boyd. I'll take Mixon in half. From Garrett, Dak or Jameis? Four point per passing. Uh, I'm gonna go Jameis. I think with the Packers being so bad against the run and and very good against the pass, and also with Tyron Smith being out, which as a left tackle, he's more of a hit to the passing game than the run game. Probably, I think we're gonna see Dallas run. I do think uh, if Kevin King does not play for Green Bay, and he's unlikely to play, according to a report 20 minutes ago, uh, you know, on Friday afternoon. So I'm just going to say, King, uh, that changes things. He's their best corner. He's going to make things easier for... Uh, well, he's Jair, still not Jair, his Jair, left tackle. And he's yeah. not been as good with without Tyron Smith. He has one good game. If you're looking at like splits, he has one good game. It was week 17 last year, but Smith's missed three games each of the last two seasons. And I think in the other five games, other than that week 17 game against the Giants, Dak has not had a very high ceiling in those other five games. Okay. Uh, I don't know if, if King is their best cornerback, but I do think he was I think getting, Jair Alexander's considered King a little better. King was pretty much shadowing uh, Alshon Jeffrey, as I recall. You might know that better than I would in week four. So I thought that would be the guy that would get on Cooper. Uh, anyway, all right, just go with Jameis, whatever. Uh, from Sean, pick two. PPR. Mixon, McCoy, Allen Robinson, Jalen Samuels. He, and he adds, if Connor doesn't play. If Connor doesn't play, you play Samuels for sure. But I think Connor's going to play. And assuming Connor plays, for me, it's Mixon and Robin. Oh, probably Mixon and McCoy. From Curtis, standard scoring league, Eckler or Montgomery? In standard, I guess I'll go Montgomery. He is Jamie's start of the week. From Mitch in Toronto. That's tough, though. We know that we we now have this report that Gordon's not going to play a ton, so it's tough. Mitch in Toronto. Hey, Clooney, Affleck, Bale, Kilmer, and Keaton. Those are my doppelgangers. Batmans. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, 10 team PPR. I need two. Josh Gordon. Daryl Williams, Jordan Howard, Demarcus Robinson, John Brown, and Calvin Ridley. Can I just thank Mitch from Toronto for putting five names in the thing? He added he, he added one for me. That must be Ben Affleck. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine, I'll be Clooney. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. I'll, I'll be the guy that was like named sexiest man in America like fifty times. <laughs> when was Ben Affleck Batman? I don't. Oh, oh, oh! In Batman, just recently Superman. in like a Batman and Superman right. movie or something with Jesse Eisenberg, Jamie's cousin. Did you know Jesse Eisenberg is Jamie's cousin? I did know that. Yeah. Uh, so wait, that. we need two flex here. Ten team PPR. We got Josh Gordon. Daryl Williams is not an option. Jordan Howard, I don't love. Demarcus Robinson, Tyreek Hill's going to be out again. Don't love it. John Brown, Calvin Ridley. I'm going to play Gordon and John Brown, probably. Or, uh, yeah. Really? Okay. Who are you liking? Well, Gordon for sure. I wasn't going to go John Brown because it, you know, it could be Matt Barkley, and Tennessee's good anyway. Um, sure. I was going to go with Jordan Howard or Ridley. It's PPR. I just think Howard's going to score against the Jets. Yeah, I think Ridley's a – I'm going to change mine to Ridley and Gordon, but you can, you can say Gordon and Howard. <laughs> no, I'll go Ridley. All right, this is from Adam. Jalen Samuels, John Brown, or Curtis Samuel? Uh, Curtis Samuel. You just got me <laughs> off John Brown pretty easy. 
Matt from Nashville, half PPR, Josh Gordon or Aaron Jones? Oh, is Jamal Williams back I, from this concussion? He did not practice on Friday. I think you got to go with Jones in a half PPR. We just don't know about Gordon's volume, but I do like Gordon this week. Yeah, I know. I know. This is a tough question, actually. Jamal yeah. Williams. Oh, Jamal Williams is out. He's out this week. So, so you yeah, got to assume Jones, Jones is going to get plenty of work. I mean, I Absolutely. think you probably got to go with Jones. Uh, Roman, Lamar Jackson or Carson Wentz? Jackson. From Jathan. Always Jackson. PPR, RB2 and a flex. Marlon Mack, Montgomery, Miles Sanders, Darren Waller. Ooh. RB2 and a flex. I... I'm starting I just don't Mac like the matchup plays. for Waller, and I wouldn't want to start him over a running back. So for me, it's Mac if active, and and Montgomery. Montgomery's in here, and then it's Mac if Mac's not active. It's Waller. From Devin Eckler and Gordon over Ridley. No, let's go Eckler and Ridley. And Sean finally PPR league two running backs and a flex. James Conner, Sony Michelle, Wayne Gallman, Miles Sanders, Tevin Coleman, Josh Gordon, Tyrell Williams. All right, this is easy. No, the you need Connor, two running backs and a flex. So James Connor, Connor, Connor Gordon Wayne easy. Gallman, and his flex is Josh Gordon. Tyrell Williams is banged up. Yeah, Josh Gordon for sure. Connor for sure. And then you're going Gallman. Yeah. Okay. All right, that works, man. Who are you thinking, Sonny Michelle? No, I. Well, again, I just I think Sony Michelle is going to score, but if he doesn't, you're you're in so much trouble. Um, yeah. I go Gallman over Michelle. You convinced me on Gallman. Yeah, he's going to get some volume. Thanks, Ben. Get yourself some ice cream cake, will you? Thank you. <laughs> I will. Go Cougars, right? No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go Huskies is what I meant. Go Huskies. There you go. Go down. That's Ben Gretsch. I'm Adam Azer. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you Saturday night with the radio show, Sunday night with the recap here on the podcast. Enjoy your weekend. It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.